you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Welcome back. All right. I am still sick. Yes, this is my third podcast of the day, being sick. That is what we call commitment, folks. All right. I do these for free. So if you if you want to donate, if you want to put some donations in chat, like, that'd be awesome. Because I know you guys are, like, giving money to Twitch streamers and blah, blah, blah. Like, maybe throw some of that my way. So I can throw some of that Connor's way. We can, you know, spread the wealth a little bit here. Because, uh... You know, Connor needs more money to bet with. Um, I mean, always, right? Always. Fuel the gambling addiction. <laughs> All right, we're in the Western Conference today. Um, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. All right, the Utah Jazz currently lead the Western Conference, yes, and they look fantastic. I mean, I mean, this team. Yeah. They got rid of Donovan Mitchell, and they're instantly better. Louis Markkinen is gonna be an All Star this year. That, that's crazy. Lloyd Merkin, Debbie Mostert this year. He's playing, he's nasty though. Going absolutely ridiculous. Um, like Kelly O'Lennox having his game seven Kelly O moments every single game right now. Uh, just had a game winner the other, yesterday night. We're recording this on Monday. So yesterday night against New Orleans had a game winner in overtime. Um, they beat three expected top five, six seeds in Denver, Minnesota, and New Orleans. Yep. Uh, all were like all three weren't convincing by the end of like the third quarter. Uh, Minnesota and New Orleans kind of rallied back. Obviously, New Orleans pushed overtime, but like I mean, they had solid leads in all these teams. Sure, maybe they don't beat New Orleans if uh, Zion. Right, if Zion doesn't get injured, yeah. Of them don't go out, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, still, I mean, well, hard fought game, and it is something you definitely wouldn't expect. I mean, Kelly O and the yellow jerseys, the disgusting yellow jerseys, is just a sight to behold. Yeah, I mean, and, and, but, but here's the thing that's starting to meet like, you have a guy like Colin Sexton, who I think is a like, he's a pretty good player, he's averaging 20 minutes a game, he's playing up 13 points a game. That's insane. Like, that minutes points ratio for your backup point guard is. Well, it's great. This is Colin Sexton who must have led the lead in scoring like two years ago. I mean, that's true, but every single shot for the Cavs. I mean, he he's playing great right now. I mean, the Jazz Which this year. The Cavs, by the way. <laughs> the Jazz, you know, honestly, this could be the Jazz's year. They they've underachieved for so many years. This isn't the Jazz. This is the thing. This isn't the Jazz's year, and everyone knows it. <laughs> But they're playing crazy. And you know they're going to sell Mike Conley. They're going to sell Rudy Gay. They might sell Catalio Linick if he keeps up like this. Maybe even Lloyd Mokinen. Right. They're going to sell these guys. 
I mean, yeah, it could. Colin Sexton, they might keep as a center. Because Floyd Mike and Chip in. That's a decent thing to build around if you get a top pick. But everyone else on the roster is easily sellable uh, and probably will be. Um, I, but it doesn't seem like they're going to be, you know, having a great draft pick the way they're playing right now. <clears throat> yeah, they also have also probably might try to get other draft picks as well. They have That's true. the Timberwolves draft pick. They have the Cavaliers draft pick. Um, they have stuff to work with. And it's early in the season. Uh, and sure, they could continue playing like this to be a playoff team, but I, I don't see that happening. Uh, and I see them probably selling some guys, still being relevant, but towards the end of the season, guys start to get a lot of injuries, get taken out for some time. Um, you know, fall back down to earth, right? Like, like you know, not playing incredible yeah. basketball. Like, shout out to Will Hardy, uh, <clears throat> top assistant for the Celtics last year. Um, I would have loved for him to take over. Uh, obviously, the Roy rumors that um, that Danny Ainge really wanted Joe Mazzula and and, and Brad Stevens would not let that happen, so they went for Will Hardy instead. Um, but he he's been great to throw like every talks very. Very Brad Stevens esque as well. Um, are we? Are we? Are, now let me ask you a question. Are we seeing like a Brad Stevens slash Ime Udoka coaching tree kind of evolve right here? I mean, I, th- I mean, what are your thoughts on that? A, Brad, a lot of these guys are Brad Stevens guys. You, you, you look at that Frank Vogel one. Like, like the Brad Stevens tree is definitely something. Something um, to keep an eye on. Something, yeah, something to keep an eye on. You're looking at. I mean. Who else do you got? You got um, Brandon Miller coaching Butler. Was coaching Butler. Um, who else can I think of? I think Michael Lewis <laughs> had some. All right. Well, well, Connor thinks about who else it could be. Let's talk about the Portland Trailblazers. And I think Damian Lillard. I mean, he's so yeah. good. I mean, he's averaging thirty-four points a game through three games, and I get it. Small sample size, but at the same time, you're putting up 34 points a game for three straight games. Like, that's pretty damn yeah, good. Damian Lillard, uh, player of the week as long as, as well as Jason Tatum. Damian Lillard is is one that that really kind of uh, you expect to have to have games like this. Have stretches like this. There's stretches in seasons, long stretches where he averages like 35 points a game. Uh, and it's like a crazy thing where, where th- this is a guy who can just make shots at will. Uh, and you saw how much the Lakers the other night tried to completely take him away. Um, like send everything out of him. And he's still can't stop Dame, though. You just can't. Um, yeah, it, it's so difficult. And, and sure, he's not going to have the streak um, the whole year. But this is a team that people picked as maybe they won out on the edge of the playoffs out of that top. 10, 11 teams. They're the one picked like not in the play and even than um, the Kings. Uh, I mean, I, I get that, but at the same time, like I'm looking at this and I, at the stats right now, I mean, they have five guys averaging over 10 points a game right now. Like uh, maybe that doesn't keep up, but the Blazers, I feel like, are a good team if Dame stays healthy. Like, oh, I, I love, I was always high on the Blazers. I love how they built. I don't think it keeps, they're not going to be, a, I don't think they're going to be a top. Three seed. No, when all things are done. But Dame is incredible. He probably missed time as he always does. I think. Um, I think Yusuf Nurkic is like 
super good, though. I think he's underrated. Nuke has played solid. Josh Hart has just been everywhere for them. Grabbing rebounds, doing everything. Yeah, he's he's got a, a, a almost two steals a game so far, which is crazy. Yeah, Josh Hart's just everywhere. Jeremy Grant is playing well off the dribble. He's hitting his threes. He's been looking good for them. Anthony Simons has not shot it well, but obviously he's kind of their second scoring option. You're expecting him to to do well. Right, he. Like, yeah, he'll be he'll be he'll be performing better, I think, as the season goes on. I kind of like their bench. Um, you got like Naz Little, uh, Keon Johnson, Drew Eubanks, Justice Winslow, and then Shaden Sharp, who's who's looked solid um, as one of the biggest question marks um, uh, of the draft. And and after he was out for a lot of preseason, a lot of people were like that's not a good pick. Um, so it's kind of cool to see that he he is kind of kind of taken off a little bit um, as a score for them, um, especially in, I think it was the, one of the games he had a really solid performance. Uh, I, I want to say, it wasn't the Suns game, I want to say it was the, the Kings game, game one. He, he just looked good for them overall. Um, but all three of these games have been very close in games that they probably don't win if Damian Lillard doesn't go. Right, if Damian Lillard isn't Damian Lillard. Like, that's basically it. All right, next team. Go ahead. All right, let's talk Phoenix Suns and Devin Booker. Yeah, a lot of two and one teams. Phoenix, according to NBA.com, the Phoenix Suns are currently at the top of that list. Um, I'm literally just on the Western Conference. Like, I'm literally just looking. I'm going down team by team. Um, yeah, I'm not even, I might be by like home win. I don't even know. Anyways, Devin Booker's playing well, 32 points a game to start the season. Chris Paul's averaging 11 assists per game, which is, I know wild. Congrats CP3. Um, they lost a close one where, yeah, they went nuclear. Yeah, I mean, um, that was they had, it. They had a really solid wing against the Clippers the other night where the Clippers were playing everyone, chirp, ball, uh, quiet off the bench, but still looked solid. Um, we're going to talk about that, that Clippers decision later. Um, but overall, I, I think the teams look, look solid enough. Um, Kind of what you expect. Uh, maybe people are expecting a bit of aggression for them not to be a top seed, but they definitely look like with Deba playing like this that they could be uh, a, a top seed. Um, personally, I don't know if it if it'll stick like that, but it it's definitely good to see Deba kind of shrugging off that last season. Yeah, he uh, needed Aiden, to. Aiden as well, kind of just looking good so far. Um, like. 19 and 8. By the way, how about Chris Paul averaging nearly three steals a game and five rebounds a game? What? what, I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. Chris Paul. Cam Johnson shooting the ball well. Uh, Mikhail's not looked great, uh, but he had solid defense on PG the other night. Uh, Campaign has been a shooter off the bench. Don't get me started on Damian Lee, who had a game winner. Um, Yeah. Chris Paul got benched towards the end of that. Um, I think it wasn't the. It was their. Um, it was the opener, right? Yeah. No, no. It was, uh, was it the opener? It must have been. 
No, I think the opener is the one they lost. Was it the – no, they beat the Mavs. They beat the Mavs. the Mavs. game. Yeah, well, that was game was one. The, yeah. yeah. Mavs game, which Mavs completely choked after looking like they might have a repeat of game seven after <laughs> like a 30 and a half. And, and Devin Booker, obviously, the catalyst to that comeback. But it was the role players. Um, Cam Johnson got injured. Uh, CP3 was benched late in that game. And it's guys like Campaign and Damian Lee who are making – Big-time shots for the And by the way, yeah, this is the same team that lost the Adelaide 36ers a few weeks ago. So, <laughs> completely new Suns team, right, Connor? Yeah, it, it's just a weird... This is a team expected depth to get a lot worse, not having Jay Crowder play. Uh, and they kind of just seems like... Now they can definitely still retain that top seed, and the yeah. players are coming up big. Whether Damian Lee becomes a sharpshooter the whole season, because this is known as only having a roster spot because he's Steph Curry's cousin. Yeah, I mean, CP3 is only sc- he's scoring under ten points a game right now, so it's it's. Which you're not expecting him to score too much more. He's not, he never looks to score much. Um, you do see him last season. Um, he takes over games at the end if Deepak's not going well. He would just find his spots. You can start on play, so just find his. Spots. Basically, find the elbow. Uh, find, you know, yeah. Find the little mid-range jumpers and just pull up on guys and hit every single one of them. But he's never going to look to score. Um, he's going to look to to get to those spots and find the open guys for three. Um, and, and it works for them. Uh, and it's yeah. worked for years for them since they got him. Um, but a big test will be coming to play in the Warriors um, tomorrow night, uh, Tuesday, uh, the 25th. TNT game in Phoenix. Oh, so you tell me Charles Barkley? Got Charles yeah, Barkley and the, and the crew? Shaq? And the crew? Tuesday crew, which last season was the D League. All right, well, gone now. never mind. Uh, Won't be watching. Sure. I, I don't know. It might just be the NBA on TNT guy. I don't know what the team. I think the team. If it's not is, Charles Barkley, I'm not watching. All right, that's my I rule. <laughs> I think it's last year was Shaq, Candace Parker, and like D Wade. Uh, I don't I'm like I, sure. Candace Parker and D Wade on the mic are just not that good. I, I like Shaq. Right, D Wade's gone. Demon's gone. Good. I like Adam Lefko. Shaq's there. I don't know if Candace Beck is coming back. We'll see. They might just be doing the inside the NBA crew. Alright, let's let's move on. Yeah, yeah, we can. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Let's talk let's let's talk Grizzlies. So it's kinda hard to make a uh, kinda hard to tell what to make of the Grizzlies thus far because they've beaten probably t- uh, they beat the Knicks opening night in a close one. They blew out the, one of the worst teams, the Rockets, and then they got blown out by the Mavs. I, this is a team that you really weren't expecting to win too many of these games. Um, it, 
just because you're missing your second best player probably in Jaron Jackson Jr. You're missing uh, one of your best defensive and playmaking guys in Dylan Brooks. Uh, missing a lot of pieces, but John Morant, those first two games, just put the team on his back. Yeah, it's basically it's basically uh, just Jaw on offense, and then Stephen Adam just for for the for the defensive rebounds. Yeah, Stephen Adams had like. 15 rebounds in that next game, one of the two games. I think I'm going to Rockets. Steven Adams is so underrated, criminally, criminally underrated in my yeah. opinion. Uh, Steven Adams is a great defensive player. Um, their, their depth looks solid. Um, Tyus Jones has been good off the bench. David Roddy looks like a good pick. Jake Lavia has been shooting it well. Um, John Contra looks good in the starting line. Yeah, John Contra like, looks great, man. He's awesome. These, I think it was the opener. I had Steven Adams' uh, rebounds, and if that game didn't go to OT, he wasn't getting it because John Contra and Santi Obama had like <laughs> um, But it went to OT, and he grabbed like eight in OT. <laughs> Connor Connor's been set, Lily. I mean, he's like been uh, by, by by like barely on so many of these bets. He's been like barely just like squeaking by. I'll tell you what. I mean, yeah. seriously, he's got to he's got he's got to get a little bit more room. Levels, man. Levels. <laughs> uh, Desmond Bain has been great, um, but but through and through, John Rant looks great. You expect this team still to be a top pick once once. The guys are back. Uh, I was looking to see some Kenny Chandler minutes or Kenny Lofton, but I guess it makes sense that they're not really playing. Um, that Mavs game was bad, but like, yeah, uh, it happens. Mavs are one of those. And John Moran didn't necessarily play as much as he would if it was a close game. Didn't take that many shots either. Um, the bench was on the the floor for most of that game. I felt like, and that's when the lead just got absolutely shot uh and they just kind of said oh we'll, we'll take, take the loss, loss. <laughs> yeah basically right um, it's, hard to, it's hard to gauge the stream um going into the to the future until we see Jared jackson back but right now they're gonna be a solid middle on team um probably a, a low playoff seed uh, depending on the timeline of those guys and but once Jaron jackson's back they still want to find that front court dylan brooks is supposed to be back within the next two games i think you see it see it jump um, yeah up. Uh, and i think they're definitely a team that would be looking to trade um for some guys because the depth is there but the star power is not i feel like obviously john Moran's incredible but like trading for another really solid starter ideal depending on who's selling and using those depth pieces and picks for that i think it's definitely a stage we might see this Memphis team finally hit um where they realize they're not the top end of the bunch they, they might not beat the warriors in a playoff series um without another kind of solidified hey but connor teams will be selling this year so it's it. for sure. all right let's talk about uh nicole Jokic. i mean sorry the denver nuggets sorry that happens sometimes where I'm just I'm thinking about the Denver Nuggets and the only player that can come to mind sometimes is Nikola Jokic because it seems like in you know important moments Nikola Jokic he hasn't been as good as last year. Well, I mean, listen, it's kind of hard to follow up a back-to-back MVP you know, you know, it's kind of hard to follow that up with like another MVP season con. Yeah. I like, guess it's not easy. He, he's been good. I mean, listen, he leads He's almost averaging a triple double right now, um, yeah. so he's not been bad. He just hasn't been scoring as much. But 
the rest of the team has been kind of cleaning it up. I mean, they got like seven guys, six, seven guys with over 10 points a game. Yeah, Michael Porter Jr. has been great for them. They're concerned, especially early last season, about his shooting splits. And then he got injured for the year. It's like, was this a terrible contract they just gave him? <laughs> we'll see how that develops. Jamal Murray's been bad. Yeah, he's um, been back. coming back, but uh, you kind of expect him to take some time to get it. It's been well over a year since he's played. Um, and, and you know what he can do uh, when fully healthy and ready to play. You saw him in the bubble. Um, he was awesome. If you can get back to that. David's called the Pope. He's been a solid role player. Bruce Brown's been awesome off the bench for them. Uh, Jeff Glean's still there with his 37 year old self hooping. Uh, hey, he's averaging 10 points a game off the bench in 17 minutes. That's pretty uh, damn good. DeAndre Jordan has not looked good, um, which is not shocking. I mean, he's uh, old. And, and I really was shocked that they decided the first signing of all free agency was DeAndre Jordan. He <laughs> was awesome for them <laughs> off the bench towards the end of last year. And, and I wonder if that's going to be a another little bit of season. Um, but I'd love to see those back of big minutes that are split between kind of Jordan and, and Jeff Green playing some small ball five. I, mean, I, I, I hope to see Bodie back on that team. I feel like he even said, well, next Jokic starting um, as he was shooting. Well, uh, I, I still don't get the DeAndre Jordan move um, for that. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's the Nuggets, you know, the team that never will. Um, <laughs> this is a team that a lot of people pick to be like the best record in the league this year. Yeah. Back with Jokic, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, my personal favorite out of the Western Conference because, I mean, who else could it be? The Golden State Warriors. Yes, they did lose a game. I know, crazy, right? Um, however, I mean, they have Steph Curry, they have Wiggins, yeah. they have Poole, they have Thompson, they have Wiseman. Draymond Green is yes. almost an afterthought at this point. It's like, this team is so good. Steph's been going crazy. Um, he wilded. He's looked very solid. Poole has not been shooting it great, but he's he's kind of making some good passes. Making some bad passes, too. <laughs> um, kind of seeing fill out. He, he was trying to do too much early. I think he's seeing fill out into more of a spot of shooter role, like he did in the playoffs last year. Clay has been uh, not incredible shooting but you see he ha- has those later moments um Kevon looney has been solid for them uh four assists per game is awesome um for him draymond still commanding the defense when he's out there obviously him and clay on limited minutes right now um james wiseman i've not liked off the bench uh bad rebounder <laughs> i know he's having a six game but he's not been a good rebounder Takes him in by shots. I really want to see him uh, fall into his game more than to set him up on plays more than him try to create and, and him to really focus on like boxing out when he's rebounding. Um, and I think we'll see that more. And if not, when it comes to crunch time in the season, to Michael Green's getting this back. Of hey, the let's go! And they got Dante DiVincenzo. They got Kaminga. This team's set. I'm listen. Steph Curry's shooting nearly 45% from behind the arc. I mean, like, I mean, this man is just so good at shooting a three-pointer. It's like, it's insane, all right? Like, I don't even, I, I don't have words anymore. Steph Curry, you're, you're just, come to the Celtics, please. What, what can I do? <laughs> what, yeah, he's, he's not a team. No, never, but 
Oh, well. Oh, well. The thing with that team is it does feel like Draymond Green to the Lakers is set thing after this year, uh, which is interesting enough um, because they play, paid Wiggins, they paid Poole. Uh, we haven't seen it come out of this game much. He's still doing his thing. He's still looking good commanding that offense and defense when he's on the court as kind of a primary play call. And I think it's really be interesting to see without them, but we're a whole year away from that if he leaves it on. Bring back Andre Iguodala. All right. Iguodala's still rostered, I don't know, man. I just want him to come back. Bring back Iguodala. I'm pretty sure Iguodala's right. He's been out, but I think he's still rostered. Ah. Yeah, he's still on the team. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then. Get well soon, Andre. Remember, you are a better shooter than Steph Curry, according to Max Kellerman. By the way, fun fact, that's my yearbook quote. So, you know, that will live on forever. All right, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Let's talk about, uh, you know, do we even have to talk about, can we not? I want to talk about Carl Anthony Towns. Like, ugh. I think that Rudy Gobert is average like 16 to be the 17. All right, all right, fine. We'll talk. We'll... 24 rebound game. Fine, fine, fine. He's only averaging 18 rebounds a game. Yeah, he's putting up crazy numbers for that. Anthony Edwards has looked great. Um, he's been driving over well, shooting still. Some of concern, but I mean, you like what you see out of him. Carl Anthony Towns has been all right. Um, definitely wasn't for him to have those kind of 40-point performances that he had. Now, now, what about D'Angelo Russell? What, what, what's your thoughts on D'Angelo Russell so far? D'Angelo Russell, uh, I feel like, has had his moments fast in the ball. Um, I think he kind of leads to a shot a bit too much rather than trying to fall into that primary creative ball. Right. It sounds like um, they are going to uh, to kind of have him be that primary creative. They're looking to extend him and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a guy that got benched for Jordan McLaughlin last season, who, by the way, has been horrendous this season. <laughs> um, but But... But the rest of their I bench has been good, though. D'Angelo Russell take control of the offense. Would have got his driving, kicking it. I mean, I think their bench has been good, though. and Prince and Jalen Noel have been pretty good off the bench for them, though. So, yeah, I mean, Noel's been solid scoring for them. Uh, Jaden McDaniel starting for them looks looks pretty good defensively. Final um, Andy Simeon seen much of. Uh, had some injury concerns, been in limited minutes, but uh, if he can become a, a solid uh, shooter that he was in Memphis for them, I, I, I'd like to see that. Slow-mo, we love slow-mo. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, Rudy Gobert has just made his team formidable. Um, I mean, yeah, they lost to the Jazz in the opener. Um, but I, I mean, I really think this is a solid, solid lineup. Uh, I will be looking to see if they try to get uh, another scorer uh, off the bench, potentially at the trade deadline. A guy I, I think I'd like to see on this team is like a Jordan Clexon come off the bench for them and just basically. Um, and he already had some chemistry inside with Rudy Gobert. Um, you could see that that matchup worked a lot better than the Donovan Mitchell Rudy Gobert having in terms of passing it inside. Nice. Uh, but just just another another piece to kind of give them some solid scoring off the bench, as I think Noel will kind of take over that small forward wall as the season goes on, potentially. 
um, because I just don't don't really trust Toy and Prince and Jordan McLaughlin to 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 try to give me even Kyle Anderson try to give me um, ball creation off the bench. Um, I think they really need another scoring there. All right, Connor, we have three minutes. Do you think we can talk about the Clippers in like three minutes? No. All right, let's save the Clippers then for the back half of the break. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome back. All right, we're talking Clippers. I have dinner. Connor is here, but don't worry. Just because I'm eating don't mean, doesn't mean I won't talk because you can't see me, so you don't know what I look like when I eat and talk, all right? So – Let's let's cut the judgment here, all right? I got I got stuff to do. Connor, let's talk Clippers. How are they doing so far this season? Uh, they've looked decent. Uh, definitely what you kind of expect. Um, they had quite Leonard be a bench player uh, as well as have some rest days. John Wall have a rest day. Just lost to the Suns. Um, it, it's been weird. Um, the the way they've been doing their minutes. Uh, there hasn't. Let me see if I can get his exact minute total off. But Quan uh, Leonard uh, is playing uh, like the end of the second quarter as well as the end of the fourth quarter. And that's like it. Uh, why not? Why not more? Really, really I mean, I get he's coming uh, off an injury, I, I, but. I, they're trying to limit his minutes, uh, which just feels like. I, I, just, I just don't know if I agree. I, and then you just do this the entire season until the playoffs. It just feels really weird to have him come. I can see him playing a, a, a six minutes and start of the first, end of the second, start of the third, end of the fourth, something like that, and him at 24. I just don't agree with him not playing two full quarters off the bench. Yeah, I agree. And, I, I, and it just... Honestly, I could even see him starting the, the first, you know, Again, first five or six minutes. Coming back in for the last five, you know, four to six minutes at the end of the first half. Coming out in the third quarter, playing like, you know, five minutes or whatever. You can even do five minutes per quarter. Yeah. And it's sort of metro, or even five minutes first quarter, four minutes second, five minutes third, and hitting at like eight in the fourth quarter and try to close. Um, and hopefully you're up by enough where you can take him out early type of thing. Uh, it, it's just been weird. Like, you can't limit him that much. Like, it's not going to work. John Wall is also coming off the bench for this roster, but he's been very good off the bench. Um, make those mini jumpers look on a point right now. He's been really getting good penetration. Um, Marcus Morris Sr. is shooting the rock well. Uh, Paul George is obviously is obviously hitting them at a high high range. He's averaging 24, 7.7, and nearly 5 right now. Two steals. He's been very good for them. Uh, Zubach looks solid as their big man, 11 rebounds. Uh, Luke Kennard is finding his minutes uh, off the bench. Reggie Jackson is starting for them, usually playing less than John Wall. It's kind of a mix between the two, but they feel like he's more cohesive off the ball for Paul George. When John Wall needs the ball in his hands more, I don't know how late into the season John Wall will take that starting one to see. Uh, Nolan Powell can't hit a shot to save his life. Um, <laughs> he's been he's just been bad. Uh, he's been starting and he's just been really bad. Um, 
Robert Covington has not shot it well this year at the U, but it's a guy who put up 50 in, towards the end of last year, so we'll see uh, what happens with him. Um, and then kind of Nick Batum is the other player that plays small, and it's kind of mixed between Nick Batum and Roko as that small ball five off the bench, sometimes mm-hmm. both of them in, um, because they don't really have a set back of big man um, at all. Um, but but overall, this is one of the deepest teams in the league by far. I mean, guys who aren't even playing, Brandon Boston, who was solid last year, put up like 35 against the Celtics. Terrence Mann, who a lot of people would be like their next star last year and, and start next to these guys. He, he's not even he's barely playing. Um, and he's still solid. He's yeah. looked good when he got into games. But this team's just so deep. Um, that they have so many guys playing big minutes uh, and this team could go like 11 deep and still be good. And they have to be um, though. They have to be, right? I mean... I really love the Clippers this year. I think eventually when either Hawaii gets back into it or... or they start playing John Wall. Yeah. If they start playing these guys four minutes, this is like my team to beat... Um, in the Western Conference. In the Western Conference. Yeah. Uh, this team is so deep, uh, but also has the absolute stars at the top end. Um, we have John Wall looking kind of like his former self with the pull-ups, with the driving. Paul George is obviously... Yeah, and, and by the way, I think Paul George... I think Paul George is super underrated, by the way. I, I, I saw you... Oh, he's so underrated. You put something out today on Twitter. You retweeted something where it was, pick two of these four players to build around. And it was was Jalen Brown, Paul George, Devin Booker, and Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. And, and it's a no-brainer that the answer to this question, at least, is Paul George, right? Paul George has to be one of your answers. He, he's so good defensively, defense. and he's—I mean—he's he's such a good player. So, um, I actually agree with you. I really like—I like the Clippers. I like the Warriors. Those are two teams that I really like this season. Um, I just think that that they're so good. Um, they're just. Got two great teams right there. Um, let's talk about the Pelicans. Um, they've been good so far. Uh, this is a team you're expecting to be a top seed. Yeah. Uh, CJ McCollum is great. Uh, Zion is obviously there. He's a beast. And he's not like – the first, first season, he was very, very good. First, second season before he got injured, um, he was starting to like – be point Zion and taking threes and all that. And it kind of worked, but it also didn't. Um, and he has not taken a three this year, which I love. He looks like a beast uh, in the paint right now. Um, Val Junis is grabbing 13 boards a game. Uh, <laughs> he's been, a, been an absolute stroke shooter off the bench. Herb Jones, still impeccable defense from him. Um, haven't got a steal yet, but but we'll see. They still have Jose Alvarado off the bench and like Grant playing that back of five. I mean, Jackson Hayes isn't even in rotation. This guy started for them last year. Uh, you know, this team is crazy deep as well. Uh, and all these guys can be in the rotation. Guys like Willie Henning Gomez, who was solidly in the rotation, had a couple great games last year. Dyson Daniels, who they just drafted in the first round. Um Devontae Graham, who they gave an extension to, because I know uh, Schoenlein a couple of years ago. Um, he's been solid. Um, he was not that good last year, but he's been good off the bench this year. Nashi Marshall, I wasn't really expecting to get minutes over like Tony Gomez. Um, 
even guys Daniels is looking solid off that bench. Uh, just his team is deep, and obviously it's top heavy in terms of the starters. But you got a lot of solid enough role players that make this team um, definitely a contender by far if they can stay healthy. Yeah, I mean that was the big thing with Jordan Clarkson, right? Um, in the Zion play, right? Because Zion got injured on that play, and <clears throat> that's just an, an unlucky play right there. I mean, it's not even like a, you know. Clarkson made a good play on the ball, and, you know, Zion, I mean, he went up with one hand instead of two, so I guess you can, you know, pinpoint on that. But I think if this team stays healthy, they're going to be good. By the way, some credit to Connor DiBiase and that Jonas Valanciunas pronunciation because – I love Valanciunas. <laughs> sorry i had that queued up i knew it was coming so um yeah charles broken to camp fantastic but the pelicans really are a good team um i think what i i think they're gonna be a five seed this year connor that was truly a, a winning and trade um on our um Grizzly Steven Adams has been great for them. Uh, Valentinus has been great for the Pelicans. Um, and the Pelicans got, what, uh, Trey Murphy from that as well. Um, I think in that same trade. Uh, and then the, uh, the Grizzlies got a trade up and picked Zaire Williams, who has not played this year. Uh, really hurt, but he was really good for them off the bench last year as a shooter, uh, drive and kick guy. Um, and, and that's a great win the trade between the two of them. Um, whether the the uh, the Grizzlies would be even further title contenders um, if like um, further contenders if. The if Valanciunas was there, who knows? But the, the trades were there for both sides. And Valanciunas is really, really fun to watch, um, especially with Zion there, kind of being a, being a roamer around and letting Zion dominate the paint. All right, there you have it. The Spurs. All right, I mean, sorry, the Pelicans. Let's talk about the Spurs. Sorry. The San Antonio Spurs. Somehow, two and one. Made me so much money this season. Hey, um, Devin Vassell, put that name in your brain because he is nasty. But, I mean, it's not even that he's shooting it as a crazy clip like he's a sharpshooter. He's just taking like 20 shots a game and like 10 threes a game. <laughs> and he's just and he's just been shooting it so damn much um, that even when he shoots it terribly, he still scores like 20 points. Um, Dougie McBuckets is a freaking shooter, um, which is kind of expected. We know Dougie McBuckets. Calvin Johnson's still a beast. He's shooting the shooting the three ball from over forty percent, seven point three rebounds a game. We knew this would be a breakout season for Calvin with Deshante gone, and, and I really wanted to see him hit like 24, 25 points per game, but he's going to be a beast for years to come. I don't expect them to sell him. At least they shouldn't, even though they're tanking, but but he can definitely be a good piece 
Uh, Josh Richardson has shot the ball really well off the bench. He might net them a first-round pick. Jacopodal is Jacopodal. Um, nearly a double-double. He's under 16 points, 9.7. Nasty. So he, was, he, um, he played a great – He played a great game against the 76ers. Fantastic. Yeah, he honestly owns Joel Embiid. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, he's probably going to net them a first-round pick. Um, they got other guys there like Zach Collins, who has looked – Better than I expected off the bench. He was a big signing. He had a solid playoff run for the Trailblazers in the bubble. Um, I remember him matching up decently on Anthony Davis, but ultimately uh, uh, LeBron kind of took over that series. Um, but, but he's solid enough. Um, Romeo Langford's there, doesn't play. Um, Jeremy Shochan, uh, just straight defense. So far, he's not shot it well, but he's been great defensively for them. Uh, really looking like a solid pick, and, and he's a guy they want to turn into uh, like their next Kawhi type of deal. Um, Joshua Primo, I'm expecting more from. He's shot it absolutely miserably, but I think we'll see him kind of break out. I mean, he was the youngest player in the league last year. Um, drafted him what ninth overall or something like that. Youngest player in the league. Um, so really deep draft guy for them. Um, but now let me ask you a question. These San Antonio San Antonio Spurs, are they in the Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes? By far the main team in the <laughs> When Greg Popovich says, don't expect us to win much this year, and I'm only here because of my paycheck, best believe they're in the Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes. That's what we love to hear, right? Yeah, and this is a team where if Josh Richardson, Jakob Odo can net them two, two first-round picks, either one that's true, one next year, whatever it is. Uh, obviously, the Lakers have interest in Richardson. Maybe Poto as well, who knows. Um, and they can have, like, three picks, one top pick to build with Calvin Johnson, Devin Russell, Joshua Primo, and maybe Scooter Henderson or uh, Victor Wimbayama on the top or bottom end. Do that, like... That is a solid building block um, for this rebuild. Uh, and that's really, I think, what they want. Uh, obviously, they're 2-1, and one, uh, won some close games. Um, but this is a team where I don't expect Kelvin Johnson to be a, a work-down player. Uh, I expect him to end up not playing in, in a decent number of games for for slight injuries and stuff like that type of deal. Like some of these top guys just not play that much as sell the bets type of thing and go full rebuild. Richard, yeah. way, Aaron Neesmith just smokes Joel and beat off the dribble. Um, so goddamn Aaron Neesmith. Go Pacers. All right, the only one and one team right now in the Western Conference, the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, um, Mavs are look good. Uh, they did lose their matchup to the Warriors, uh, right? Right. No, the Suns, sorry. Uh, Lucas looked really good for them. Um, but uh, I, I really think losing um, Jalen Brunson is, is a bigger piece than, than they like to admit. Um, but Christian Wood has been awesome for them. He's been really good off the bench. Uh, 25 points, 50% from three, 10 boards, all off the bench. He's still playing like uh, more than the starting bigs are in, in, in like, well, they don't really start a big um, at all. They're starting like 
Luca Dinwiddie. Uh, what is it, JaVale McGee? Yeah, JaVale McGee, but he's playing like 12 minutes a night. Yeah. Um, which is weird because they signed him, they gave him big money, they told him he's going to be a starter, which he is, but he barely plays. It's a weird situation. Um, I mean, I guess it's like Dorian Finney-Smith and Maxi Kleber, right? Like those are the other two bigger guys that they start. Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, they start at the four, Reggie Bullock, they start at three, um, who both have somewhat more lengthy. Dorian Finney-Smith is maybe the best role player in the mm-hmm. league. Uh, I love doing things with um, how he plays and everything. Um, but yeah, this team's Luca and then Christian Wood is a absolute beast off the bench for them. Will he keep up this pace? Probably not. But if he just keeps um, coming in when the bench big comes in and dominates them and they can still hit his shots deep from Luca late in the game, which they took him out late in the game in that Suns game. They took him out when they were just rallying back. I don't know when they were just, yeah. Suns back, took back the lead. Christian Wood had like this 17 points just him spur um, to put him back ahead. And then they took him out. Don't get that. He was great that game. Um, uh, but overall, this team runs through Luka. Um, and, and Christian Wood's obviously a great piece off the bench. But no one else I'm like crazy about being a star. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, I don't think is a star. He's a catch-and-shoot guy at this point, secondary ball handler. Tim Hardaway Jr. just doesn't look that good. Um, Reggie Bullock's just a 3-and-D guy. who He's still threes this year, but that's all he is. Dorian Finney-Smith, same thing, mostly a defensive piece. Um, and you're missing that second guy, that second scoring option, especially in the backcourt next to Luca, which you had and didn't replace at all in Jalen Brunson. Obviously, the rumors they were going to go get Colin Sexton, try to give him an offer, do all this stuff, and they didn't get anyone. They just brought back in Spencer Dinwiddie and just said, hey, what if the shooters next to Luca and, and, and let him do everything? And pray he scores, you know, 40 points a game, <clears throat> essentially. All right. Uh, and- we have entered the Victor Wembayana sweepstakes part of the Western Conference. These next three, four teams, excuse me, are all 0-3. Let's start off with the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, I have high hopes for Sacramento. I don't, I don't really get what's going on with their, with their team right now. Uh, truly, I don't get it. it it's been like... Uh, Aziak Pala starting at the three uh, slash four type of thing. And, and um, Darren Fox has looked good. Sponis has looked all right. Harrison Barnes has been absolutely miserable. And then they're starting Kevin Herter, who uh, just went like three or 14, one for three <laughs> in, his, in his last game against Golden State. Um, they're starting Aziak Pala, which I don't get the reason. Um, and then you got guys like. Uh, Keegan Murray and Malik Monk, who probably are better than Hoda and Apollo coming off the bench. Uh, <laughs> Keegan Murray's been awesome so far. Uh, Malik Monk has been really solid for them, too. Um, Davion Mitchell uh, just got like four fouls in five minutes against the Warriors the other night. Um, I, I expected him, even in the other games when he wasn't seriously expecting him to play more than like 15 minutes a night type of deal. Um, this is a team that, that doesn't have an identity, I'll say. Um, <laughs> they just gave up 
89, uh, not even as a joke, like, you know it with some teams where they have talent, but but they don't know what, what to do with it, how to play, uh, who fits where, roles on the team. Uh, they let up 89 points to the Warriors um, last night, just ugly, ugly defensive game, uh, which none of these guys are defensive players, but... I mean, is this a team that it gets to a point where you sell Harrison Burns and run with the younger guys? Is the team where you start trying to push for the playoffs through the poor start? Uh, I really think this team comes down to, to, to coaching a lot of the way, brand new coach, um, which you expect um, uh, him to kind of make it ground and know the Warriors a bit better coming from them. Um, but he's just just not looked not looked great. Uh, Leandro Barbosa is an assistant coach there, which is kind of fun. Um, <laughs> former Warriors player, won a chip with them. Uh, he might have been with the. I think he was with the the. He might have been with the Warriors as a coach last year, but but he was always a, a fun guy. He was on the Celtics for a while, um, and then he tore his ACL. Um, it was that 2012 season where we had like Splinter go out for the year, Rondo go out for the year, Bradley get hurt for it. Like, everything went wrong um, under that year. <laughs> and then we ended up selling on, on Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Um, All right, Connor, we got yeah, we can move on. We got nine minutes to cover the last three teams. So just two of these teams are going to be fast. All right. Let's start off with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah! Woohoo! Enough, they're actively trying to lose Chip Holmes out the whole year. <laughs> they're already pulling guys out from minor injuries. Like tomorrow, Shea, Giddy, Dort, not playing. I think Taylor <laughs> Williams also out. And For real? Like, yeah, and it's been like three games. And it's already like, oh, this guy has slight hurting, which you could probably play through. Let's hold him out. Um, <laughs> uh, this team's trying to lose. This seems not going to be good. Shane Georges Alexander is a beast. Josh Gilley's great up and coming. They'll win some games, but they don't want to win, and those guys won't play most games. Um, as you could kind of expect. Some some guys were like, what if they go for it this year? Then with that that big home injury, it's kind of been like next year's the year. And imagine if we can pair uh, Victor Wembayana and Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren yeah. With, with SGA. Jordan Giddy, like that's a fun lineup, but but we'll kind of see where they go. Um, good players for them. Shea has been awesome. Uh, Giddy's been solid. Dort has been solid. Uh, not shooting it great. Uh, outside of that, Musu Scala is still out here uh, shooting threes for them. I don't know how he's still getting minutes. Um, they've played just about everyone on their roster solid minutes. Um, Kenny Hustle has looked good. Uh, he started a couple games. We'll kind of see where they go, but don't expect this team to be good. Don't expect this team to win. Don't expect their stars to play. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Houston Rockets. This team has played good teams close um, overall. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. looks solid. Jim Green has been shooting the rock like crazy um, so far. Um, 
Shane Goon has been coming off the bench for Bruno Fernando, but been outplaying him by a ton. Uh, Bruno Fernando now out for a significant period of time, yeah. apparently. But that that choice never made sense. Eric Gordon is still here for the like fifteenth year when he's just the only guy on the roster still for like the fourth year. Um, Jabari Smith looks decent. Um, kind of kind of not shooting it great at all for a big man. Um, we'll kind of see how he develops. Kenyon Martin, who requested a trade, has been really good for them um, off the bench. Um, Tari Easton, the rookie, solid. Uh, Usman Garuba has given him some good minutes. Um, not done much. He's kind of just been a, a no-show on offense in total. Uh, maybe a couple dunks a game, but been solid defensively. Oban played some minutes the other night. I think they, they were down big to the the Bucks, so shout out to Boban. Um, Josh Christopher not nearly playing enough. He's playing like 10 minutes a night, but he's like, should be your point guard right off the bench. Um, so I hope he plays more. Um, but yeah, a team that's not going to win that many games. They're solid, but they don't want to win that many games. Yeah, I'd say. All right. The final team, your Los Angeles Lakers. Let's talk about them. Connor, what's going on with the Lakers? Update us. And the defense has been really good this year so far. Uh, Russell Westbrook has been bad. LeBron's been great um, all around, except from the three ball. Anthony Davis has been good all around, except for the three ball. Hey, this uh, team can't shoot. Lonnie Walker has been really good all around, except, except for the abysmal from the three ball. Russell Westbrook has been solid defensively. He's gotten some, some good looks. Can't shoot the ball to save his life. Pat Bev is maybe even a worse shooter than Russ somehow. Uh, Austin Reeves, who's supposed to be the best shooter, is sitting at a rate of 28.6. At all their regular rotation, their best guy is still under 30% from three. They're shooting at 25 from 113 from three to start the year. Matt Ryan, they're running sets for Matt Ryan right now to get three balls because everyone else is terrible. And they're shooting at seventh most in the league. Seventh most attempt in the league. Why? Why not just not shoot the three? Makes no sense. Has played one game and he took like eight shots and missed all of them. Um, Russ had an 0 11 game. This team's just ugly. This team is going to make a move, and if they don't, it's not a playoff team. Um, and you can't do that. If you want Kalinka, if you're you can't do that in, in, in one of the last, last few years, or he's going to be the one to request a trade. Um, you can't just kind of have the team this bad around the clock. So is um, is is the is the Russell Westbrook experience over? It's got to be over. I, I mean, there's a point there's a point in the season where Russell Westbrook goes, you get back. I mean, they say they like Terry Rozier, so maybe Terry Rozier, Gordon, Gordon Hayward. Um, then maybe you trade like once the the signed player restriction happens, you trade Lonnie Walker for like Jay Crowder as a 3 D guy, um, and then you trade for, like, maybe throw a first-round pick. If you only throw one first-round pick to take on Gwen Hayward, throw the other one with a guy like Kendrick Nunn, get back Jakobodal, something like that. Um, Josh Richardson, run lineup. Just uh, do something. Watching go heel turn it. There's a lot of options for this team. And if they're just willing to give up even one first-round pick, they could have got Conley and Bojan for free. For, a swamp of picks, even, and get a 2023 first from the Jazz. Just get someone who can um, shoot, for God's sakes. Yeah, just any a move has to be made at this team to have a playoff contender. And you can't not have a playoff contender 
around LeBron this late in the season with how good he is. That's all I've got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. Well, there's no reason to talk about them until they make a move. All right. Well, we won't talk about them anymore. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for Connor, to Connor, for joining us here tonight. He knows a lot about basketball, folks. I, I know you guys can tell that. And one day, if I ever get the chance, Connor DiBiase will be on TV or YouTube or something. And he will just have like 15 monitors up. He'll just be watching every basketball game. He'll be streaming himself, calling out bets, watching every game, just of him. That's that's my dream for Connor. All right. If the master plan ever gets big enough, it's just gonna be him watching basketball every night. He will be the TNT crew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, if I can get Barkley by then, man, hey, you will get Charles Barkley. I promise you that. I will get I will get you Charles Barkley, all right? That being said, thank you all for listening and have a great day. Impossible has happened!